Hey, Coyotes fans, and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Host Richard Morin with you here on this Tuesday, March 9th, 2020. Actually coming to you guys before uh, the game against the Winnipeg Jets here on Monday uh, up in Winnipeg. I'm coming to you with a little bit of a surprise podcast. I wasn't planning on doing a podcast today, but in light of recent news, I felt like I I really kind of have to. I really kind of have to uh, come to you guys with a little bit of an emergency podcast here. If you guys haven't heard yet, Connor Garland week to week with a lower body injury. I'm hearing probably about three weeks. Uh, they're expecting Connor Garland to be out. He will not play on Monday in Winnipeg. He has already returned to Arizona for rehab. This was an injury he sustained uh, during a collision uh, with Calgary goaltender Cam Talbot uh, in the most recent game. Connor Garland finished the game, um, but it was pretty clear looking at the shift chart he wasn't getting uh, as many shifts later in that game as maybe he was earlier after that collision. So that sort of explains a little bit. We talked a little bit uh, on the podcast on Saturday about why Connor Garland wasn't out there at the end. Why was Phil Kessel out there? This still doesn't really explain what Phil Kessel was doing out there, but it does explain a little bit why Connor Garland wasn't being heavily used when the Coyotes really needed a goal. Because when you look at the Coyotes' goal scorers since Connor Garland broke into the league, it is like unbelievable the amount of uh, the, the the separation between Garland and every other Coyotes player over that span. We're going to go into that and kind of ask ourselves, what does this mean for the Coyotes who are already hanging on a very, very thin thread to their playoff hopes? What does this mean now? Does Connor Garland missing three weeks doom the Coyotes? Well, we're going to answer that uh, on the podcast here today. Of course, the Coyotes taking on the Winnipeg Jets and what is essentially a must-win game for them. Uh, and I kind of want to get into that a little bit quickly and and sort of the, the lineup changes that you're going to see on Monday. Uh, Rick Tockett telling reporters in Winnipeg that both Michael Grabner and Christian Fisher will be drawing into the Coyotes lineup. Barrett Hayton will be a healthy scratch. And of course, Connor Garland, the other guy coming out of the lineup, he is, like I said, already back in Arizona. So that will be the lineup. Jacob Chikrin not quite ready to return, but I would expect him uh, for the start of the homestand uh, in Vancouver. It seems like he is very, very, very close practiced. Uh, with the team in Winnipeg on Sunday. So looking good on that front. But again, Connor Garland, that is, that's a big, big loss for this team. Uh, what, so what does it mean for the Coyotes? Are they, are they doomed now? And, and just how, um, just how efficient has Connor Garland been since he broke into the league? Since Connor Garland scored his first NHL goal on December 22nd, 2018, Connor Garland leads the Coyotes in goal scoring. And that, just come as no real surprise to anybody, right? You wouldn't expect anybody else to to really challenge him, and, and really nobody is. It's not even close. Since that time, Connor Garland has 35 goals in 108 games played. The next closest player to Connor Garland in the goal-scoring department among Coyote skaters is Clayton Keller, who scored 23 goals in 117 games. So Connor Garland, 35 in 108. Clayton Keller has played nine more games over that span and has 12 fewer goals. 12 fewer goals, that is more than 50% of Keller's entire goal total over that span. So more than 50% of Keller's goal total over that span is the difference between him and Connor Garland at the top of the Coyotes' goal scorers. 
That is astronomical to me. Connor Garland shooting 13.6% over that time. Um, 257 shots in 108 games. And he's also, it's not even just goal scoring, too. He's second in overall points. Clayton Keller leading the team in points over that span with 68 points in 117 games. Connor Garland with 57 points in 108 games. That's more than Oliver Ekman Larson. That's more than Derek Stepan, Nick Schmaltz, Vinny Hinnestroza. Actually kind of surprised me that Vinny Hinnestroza is fourth among all Coyotes players in points uh, since Connor Garland broke in with the Coyotes in, on December. That first goal he scored on December 22nd, 2018. Vinny Hinnestroza is fourth among Coyotes players in points. That was a number that surprised me a little bit, but uh, I digress. It was This is really more about what Connor Garland has done in the goal scoring department for a team that has struggled to score goals. Only four Coyotes players have at least... Only two Coyotes players have over 20 goals. That's Connor Garland and Clayton Keller. Both Christian Dvorak and Lawson Krause have 20 goals over that same stretch. Dvorak doing it in just 89 games. Uh, and uh, Lawson Krause doing it in 113 games. Oliver Ekman Larson uh, right behind at 19 goals and 112 games over that same span. I just can't quite wrap my head around this. And it's not even just the goal scoring. It's the amount of time. Connor Garland, over that span, just 13 minutes and 39 seconds of average time on ice. You have to go all the way down to number 13 on that list in terms of uh, Coyotes who have scored the most goals over that time. You have to go all the way down to number 13, Michael Grabner, who has 11 goals over that stretch, to find a player who is even on the list with fewer minutes on the ice per game than Connor Garland. Clayton Keller, 1656. Dvorak, 1610. Uh, Lawson Kraus, very comparable to Garland, 1341. OEL, 2315. Step on, 1820. Uh, Carl Soderberg, 1551. Alex Galchenyuk, 1526. Of course, only spent one year here. Jacob Chikrin, 2136. Phil Kessel, too, who again, only 69 games here. 1709. I mean, it's just like all these guys are getting between 16 and, and 23 minutes, and, and then you have Connor Garland here with just a measly 13-39, and he has 12 more goals than anybody on this team. 35 goals, the next highest, 23. Only four players with 20 or more since December 22nd of 2018. That, to me, is just crazy. And then you look at what he's done uh, this year as well. Connor Garland, 22 goals and 39 points in 68 games so far this season. Elevated to the top line with Christian Dvorak and Taylor Hall for a lot of this season. Um, it's just, to, to me, it's this is this is a guy you can't afford. So how you can't afford to lose. So how can the Coyotes overcome this? Do they still have a chance to make the playoffs even without their leading goal scorer? We will answer that question right after this quick break here on Locked On Coyotes. All right, and welcome back here to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, talking about Connor Garland, his lower body injury that has him week to week here as the Coyotes 
need to win pretty much every single game, especially starting here on Monday against Winnipeg. They're going to come back with another tough one against Vancouver. The Coyotes need to put together some wins here. They need to go on a big run, and if they don't, they are in big, big trouble. But can they even do it without Connor Garland, who has by far been carrying them in the goal-scoring department for a very long time here? Like I said before, 35 goals in 108 games. Uh, the next best, Clayton Keller, 23 goals in nine more games than Connor Garland. So can the Coyotes even survive this? They're struggling in the goal-scoring goal department as a team, even with Connor Garland. So can they do it? Do they have enough in the tank to do it without him? That is the uh, the big question for the Coyotes. And who do they look to? Who can they look to now in the absence of Connor Garland uh, to get them some goals here? Because they need goals. Who do they look to? Well, ideal, the ideal candidate would be Phil Kessel, but he has just 14 goals in 69 games. Only 36 points in 69 games. Phil Kessel on pace to really bottom out in terms of his career production. Still getting over 17 minutes of ice time. 147 shots. That's not... If you're Phil Kessel, you're getting a 17 minutes of ice time in just 147 shots for a 9.5. That's like his 9.5 shooting percentage isn't bad. That's pretty that's pretty on pace with what he's done in his career. And yet he has just 14 goals and, and 147 shots that that is just not enough. Not enough shots um if you are Phil Kessel. You got to be shooting the puck more more than that. Um it just for me it just I just don't see it. I mean even I mean Carl Soderberg is shooting the puck almost as much as him. Um, in the same number of games. So for me, I just don't see it. It's the same thing. Christian Dvorak is shooting the puck a little bit more, too, and he's a centerman. I mean, you're, you're Phil Kessel. Your job is to shoot the puck. You're a goal scorer. The Coyotes acquired you to be a difference maker as a goal scorer. You need to shoot the puck more, and you need to find a way to get it in the back of the net. You need to find a way uh, to convert if you are Phil Kessel. Who else can they look to? Well, Carl Soderberg, I think, is an interesting guy, too. Um, I think he's shooting the puck a fine amount for you know who he is. 17 goals and 17 assists in 34 games. That's not bad for a guy who's kind of played a little bit of a defensive role for you as of late. Um, 17 goals is certainly nothing to scoff at. This is a guy who flirted with 20 goals per season um, for a decent amount of his career. So I think maybe you can maybe look to Carl Soderberg to give you a little goal-scoring boost. Maybe maybe ask Lawson Kraus to shoot the puck a little bit more. But you know, I think one guy, too, who I'm really looking at, Nick Schmaltz. 97 shots. In 74 games since that Connor Garland, uh, since that Connor Garland injury, so for me, I am certainly looking uh, at Nick Schmaltz as a guy who needs to shoot the puck more. Just 10 goals in 74 games over that stretch um, to when Connor Garland joined the Coyotes. So that that for me is is a guy who absolutely needs to shoot the puck more. Christian Fisher going to be drawing back into the lineup along with Michael Grabner. Maybe they can give you something. Maybe Jacob Chikrin gives you something when he comes back in. But I think we're all kind of skirting around the two biggest culprits, right? You know, Phil Kessel I think is a big culprit. Derek Stepan has been shooting the puck a lot. He is just getting unlucky. 18 goals in 107 games since Connor Garland's first goal on December 22nd, 2018. Derek Stepan seems to me like he's a snake-bitten guy. So I'm not necessarily advocating that Step needs to shoot the puck more because I think he is, and I actually kind of like his game. He's not a 
gonna burn you away with his speed but he's so defensively responsible he's always in the right position he goes to the net Derek Stepan is the guy who does all the right things for you he's not a first line center but he's doing a lot of good things for you I know it doesn't show up in the points but uh, there's a lot to like about what you see in Derek Stepan's game the two guys that I think I would look at the most is Clayton Keller and Oliver Ekman Larson Oliver Ekman Larson in 100 in in his last 112 games since that Connor Garland goal to start things off for Garland's career 19 goals this is a guy who's had 20 goal seasons before he has 19 goals and 37 assists for 56 points in 112 games now that's those aren't bad numbers but for a guy making over eight million dollars a season who's supposedly the face of your franchise he's the captain of the team and a guy who's produced a lot in his career and is not over 30 yet he's oel should still be in the prime of his career you want to see a little bit more production there, right? I mean, you want to see Oliver Ekman Larson shoot the puck a little bit more. You want to see him maybe a little bit more aggressive. I mean, that to me is the Oliver Ekman Larson you want to see. Is there a little bit more there? Can you get a little bit more out of OEL? I think that's the big question, too. I think you look at Keller, you look at OEL, and you look at Phil Kessel say, we need goals. The Kyries have needed goals all season, don't get me wrong, but now they're without the guy who has actually given them some. You know, and of course, Taylor Hall is a part of this equation, too. I haven't mentioned him because he's only been with the team for a few months. Taylor Hall, sure. I mean, I think he's he's shot the puck, what, seven, eight times? And the Calgary game, I had to look at the final stats, but I think, you know, it was calculated during the game. It was like seven shots, you know, including a, a sick double post goal uh, in the opening minutes with Clayton Keller. I mean, to me, Taylor Hall is the key as well. And I don't mean to kind of exclude him from this conversation. I'm more focused on the Coyotes that have been here and haven't produced. And to me, Clayton Keller and OEL are the biggest two. Phil's only been here for one year, but um, certainly you're looking for more out of Phil Kessel as well as others. We're going to take one more quick break here on Locked on Coyotes. When we come back, we'll wrap things up, see where the Coyotes stand in the playoff race before they take on the Winnipeg Jets. We'll see you guys right after this break. All right, and welcome back to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, wrapping things up, uh, this was a really Connor Garland-centric podcast. I'm going to be coming to you guys again uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, March 10th, kind of breaking down uh, whatever happens in the Winnipeg game tonight. But I felt like I needed to come to you guys with a podcast focused on Connor Garland and, and really what this injury means for the Coyotes. So I hope I got my point across to you guys uh, pretty well. Just some closing, th- Just some closing thoughts for you. The Coyotes, I, I know that they're trying to treat every game right now like a must-win game. They have to. It's a game seven, right, for them. And I heard some interviews from from Winnipeg. That's kind of their, um, that's kind of their their what they're saying right now. But you have to walk the walk. The Coyotes have been saying all year long, yeah, you know, we need more urgency. Yeah, we need more execution. But I mean, where is it? Where is it? Right, like at least for sustained approaches. You know, we see it like we saw it in the Vancouver game. A very consistent game for the Coyotes, even when they fell behind. A very dramatic win. They were able to execute when they needed it. 
but they can, it seems like they can't carry it really for more than a game or two a lot this season. Where Where's the long winning streak for the Coyotes? It, it goes back to the very first podcast I did for Locked On Coyotes. Asked, it was really centered around that very question. When are the Coyotes going to go on that big run? Because one big run in this in this uh, playoff race gets you in. Now, I don't know if that gets you in anymore because you've really burned a lot of valuable time. But you're still in it. And there's still some obstacles that other teams have to face. I'm looking at, I know Minnesota is on a great run. And I don't want to take anything away from that or the way Kevin Fiala is playing. Because like I said on Saturday, he is still a beast. But Minnesota ends the season with four tough road games. They still have a lot of... Nashville still got like four back-to-backs, I think. I mean, a lot of these teams have very, very tough schedules. I don't like Winnipeg's schedule either. So, I think that is kind of where I would be putting my emphasis on right now. If you go on a big run, you still get, you still have a chance. But it's got to be right here against Winnipeg. You have to beat the teams... If you want to lose a game, if you're going to lose two games in the final 12, do it against New York or do it against Detroit. Don't do it against teams that are going to hurt you because you still have games against Winnipeg. You still got games against Vancouver. Uh, you still got games against Nashville. I mean, you still got Vegas. I mean, I know the game against Vegas doesn't really matter too much because they're way ahead of you. But if you're going to lose, lose those games. You can't lose to Calgary. You can't lose to Winnipeg. You can't lose to Vancouver. You just can't. Those are the games you have to win. So I know when I say, oh, yeah, you go, you know, 10 and 2, or you go, you know, 9, 2, and 1, you'll be all right. I think you will be all right, right? If you get 94 points, you'll probably be all right. But those two losses have to come to teams that are not going to hurt you. Those, I know you don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, if you're going to pick a stinker, do it against Detroit. If you're going to pick a stinker, do it against New York or do it against Vegas, right? Don't do it against. Winnipeg, don't do it against Calgary like you did. You just can't. You have to win these games. It is so important for the Cowboys to be winning these games. You just need to see them. You just need to see the execution, right? And the Coyotes have been in every game, especially with Darcy Kemper healthy and Auntie Ranta healthy and both playing very well. You're in every single game. It's a one-goal game every time out. The Coyotes just haven't been able to get that third goal on so many occasions this season. When they have gotten that third goal, they have fared very, very well. Without Connor Garland, I fear it might be even harder. I feel it it might be even harder to get that third goal. Unless somebody steps up or unless multiple people step up, which would be the ideal situation for the goal-starved Coyotes. But um, I'm just not sure that's going to happen but that is all we have here today on monday march 9th 2020 thank you so much for joining us here on locked on coyotes part of the locked on podcast network i really appreciate you guys tuning in wherever you're tuning in we are available uh wherever you guys get your podcast really appreciate you turning in you tuning in uh, rather and now what i want you guys to do is tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on nhl for some league-wide a plus content guys. I will see you tomorrow. Enjoy that. I'll see you after Winnipeg.